0: I'm a survivor. I survived it. I lived through being married to a man who suffers from disassociative identity disorder. I am still alive after surviving at least 14 different personalities, including those Cluster B personalities, and I'm ready to tell my story. Welcome to Surviving His 14. I am a survivor, and I'm ready to tell my story. Hello, I am back um, talking about surviving his 14. Of course, today I'm going to be talking about uh, family court and cluster B personality disorder. Of course, I always talk about how my ex-husband has a dissociative identity disorder, which includes the cluster B personality disorders. And right now we're going through um, not necessarily a custody dispute, but more of a visitation dispute um, with our 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 children, and we have, of course, three young children um, under the age of twelve, and it worries me a lot because um, I want them to know their their father because he was there of course um all all their life um he exited of course um just last year so um they know him and they know he exists um and we are still living in the same small town so it's not he's like a a couple miles away at all times but um Having to dispute the uh, visitation with a person with cluster B is probably the most difficult things that I've done this far. Um, Any of the other things, the child support, the separation, the DV orders or domestic violence orders were all really simple because it's straightforward, fill out a document and The courts basically take over. But when it comes to visitation and custody, it's difficult in the fact that not many people are knowledgeable on disassociative identity or cluster B disorders in the judicial system. And for me, I wasn't knowledgeable about it once we found out. Remember, we found out on December 4th. Of 20 2018 and um the therapist um took the information gave me some paperwork and um forward me sh- straight to the domestic violence center in my town i didn't understand why I would, why i was going to the domestic violence um facilities i didn't understand it because i didn't understand cluster b personality so I started to Google it, and what came up was this article on in the Huffington Post that was posted on July twentieth of twenty seventeen, then updated on Ju- July twenty first of twenty seventeen, um, and it's called. It's by Tina Swithit, um, and. Of course, the article name, I want you to go out and read it because I'm going to read tidbits of it and, of course, talk about how it relates to me, but it's called Family Court and Cluster B Personality Disorders, and it's an open letter to a family court judge, and it talks about that of uh, unfair advantage that um a healthy parent has when they try and battle custody or visitation with a unhealthy parent who has cluster b and what caught my attention in early january and made and basically forced me to go on to do the dv was um paragraph three and it says, Anna Estevez recently pled with the family court system in Southern California to protect her young son. A five-year-old affectionately known as, I think it's Piqui. This little boy was full of life and his big personality captivated everyone around him. Piqui was the light of his mother's world. And this week, his heartbroken mother anna estevez watched as her son's tiny white casket was carried through the whole holy family catholic church in pasadena california piquet lost his life at the hands of his father the very man who should have been the one to protect him at all costs just eight hours north of santa Ana, S- santa rosa california another mother sits in Morning drinking tea while wrapped in her young daughter's blanket in June her ex-husband took his own life After killing two of their children a six-year-old girl and an 18 month boy This mother had also played with family court professionals to help protect her young children So what is the solution? Please begin by educating yourself on cluster B personality disorders. That's antisocial, narcissistic, and borderline personality disorder. Everyone in the family court system who has a hand in deciding the fate of a child should recognize the positive correlation between cluster B personality disorders and a high conflict divorce. And it goes on further. And it's. What caught me more was he he or she will appear as Dr. Jekyll in the courtroom and res, will resume their true identity of Mr. Hyde outside the courtroom doors. This individual sees the children as a weapon to continue to control and abuse the healthy parent. The ultimate way to inflict pain on the healthy parent is to hurt or worse, murder the children. The Cluster B personality disordered parent is incapable of love and sees the children as possessions. This individual may appear perfectly normal and often they are so skilled at impression management that they have even misled and charmed mental health professionals. The Cluster B Disorder individual claims to love their children, yet their actions are not in alignment with their words. Words, I beg you to pay attention to the actions and not the words. And, And then, of course, the next sentence. Those with Cluster B Personality Disorders are often pathological liars, which also allows them to lie under oath, and in court documents with ease. And it's amazing that this is like, I read this in January of 2019. And that pushed me, this this article alone pushed me to go on down and put in the domestic violence order as our therapist told me to do so to have him removed the house cuz things were changing you remember if you listen to some of the earlier um, recordings you hear me talk about how he forced me into a relationship with other men and this time I was in a relationship that was getting more serious and he was becoming more furious even though my husband at the time wanted me in a relationship with another person it didn't turn out the way He wanted it to, and of course, because he has several personalities, I'm not sure what he wanted or how to keep him pleased, so it was so confusing to me, but what was relevant was that he was becoming angry and the cluster B personalities were coming out heavily. And what I found out now in July of 2020 is that some of those actions are showing themselves. And of course, this is my story. And if you heard the the intro, I'm going to tell you what I'm going through. So this is how relevant it is. And on Wednesday, July 15th. I send a text because it bothers me. Now, I want my children to know their father under supervision. I want them to be able to visit him at any time. And so I I offer them to, you know, go to his um, part-time job, which, you know, he's working and at least sit down and have a drink or something and to have some interaction where there's cameras and there's other people. I'm good with that. Or to come out to our neighborhood and sit in the the yard and have um, a snack or something, you know, and play on the swings and talk to them where we have several neighbors that are outside and it's visible to anyone. Um, What I won't allow is spending the night or um, taking a ride because we've had issues with that before. So in July of fifteenth, i send a text and I basically asked, could you explain to me, um, what do I tell our daughters when they ask for you? Um, I just want, you know, with, uh, I'll continue reading. I just want there to be some type of communication between them and you act as if they don't exist do you want to have some type of visitation? Maybe we should have another talk. So that was the text that I sent, and the, the response that I got was that um, back in January twenty twenty, that I stopped all visitation except for special occasions and. That is not true and I'm like he's lying to me like but hmm interesting um, and he said if the girls wanted to talk to him they could call him at any time which my thought process is what father wouldn't want to see his daughters or reach out to his daughters I've I've met several Friends and I have several people that I've known that have separations and the fathers always make the initiative to see their children. Well, on this side, he wants his own children to seek him. And me, I need to keep their healthy mindset. I don't push them to see their father. But if we're looking through photo albums or something or they see pictures, they're like, oh, how's that doing? Can, is, when is he going to come see us? Um. well well, when are we going to see our dad again those are questions that I didn't have answers to so I reached out to dad to ask him when would he make time to see him and of course he said that it's my fault because I stopped all visitations and of course I didn't now that was on July 15th on July 20th I receive a court order for visitation that's and this is a notarized legal document from the court for complaint for child visitation and in the same visitation he says the same thing that I threatened to stop or cut off any visitation with the kids as of January 2020 I didn't and the sad thing about cluster B personality disorder is that they it says right here in the article that they are pathological liars who will lie under oath and in court documents with ease and this is what I am truly going through now the more I educate myself on Cluster B personality disorder The more I learn that he's truthfully following the patterns with our Treatment or medication it could lead to Some of those tragic stories that were highlighted in this um, article and it scares me to death like I I'm literally scared for the life of myself and the life of my children on a daily basis as long as this personality disorder goes untreated I'm not sure what's going to happen to myself or my kids daily I, I bid you to go out and and just read the entire document it, it's it's a lengthy document Again, the name of it is Family Court and Cluster B Personality Disorders. I had one of my friends over the other day, and we were talking about, you know, the situation. And she's been, like, such a good, strong uh, support system for me doing this. And she, of course, is, um, she knows of um, my ex-husband. We were all, like, good, good acquaintances and good friends at one time. Um, and she basically brought to my attention the scary thing about it is the way the situation looks she was like you're very talkative you're outgoing you're very knowledgeable on a lot of things he's very quiet reserved so it always looked to her like I was the one When I would tell her stories about what was going on, she would always think, yeah, it can't can't be that way. He's such a cool guy. He's such a little, small, teeny guy. And, and, And it's true. The appearance of him does make my situation difficult because I'm basically, I tower over him in I think about one inch height. But as far as size, he's very slim and in shape and has this like nerdy appearance and of course i have i guess that strong um strong appearance um i'm very uh, vocal about things that I'm, i'm passionate about so when when i tell people that i took out a domestic violence order on them they're like what why like there's he's such a good guy he you never get anything out of him you can never get words out of him but it's the mental health aspect of it and once i start to explain the disorder the cluster b disorder then they start to see oh my gosh it's so true we were even talking about how because of his look he got away with the flirtation and sometimes like some women around us, if it was a different situation, they could have put sexual harassment charges on him, but he didn't appear physically like he was, could be any threat. And and that's what's scary. Physically, he does not look like a threat to any one of us. However, mentally, because he was diagnosed with this, and this has been going on for years, and I've had the ability to talk with ex-wives and ex-girlfriends of him who have listened to the podcast and reached out to me personally and said the same thing. Physically, he doesn't look like a threat. But mentally, after they got out of the relationship with him, they were mentally distraught like they were done like it's there's a few of them are still in therapy from being in the relationship because it was so confusing and that's how the cluster B personality is it's not always when you hear cluster B personalities and you hear the word narcissist. And, and borderline disorder and the antisocial disorder, you you think automatically that this person has an inflated ego. Uh, and it's, it's not necessarily. they just thrive on conflict. And this person is a very significant danger to the healthy people around them. And of course, their children. Which is scary to me. I bid you to go out, of course, and read this, um, this, uh, article. Of course, I'm going to give you the name again. It's in the Huffington Post. Um, it was, um, it's called Family Court and Cluster B Personality Disorders and the issue was out on 720 of uh, 2017 reading this article is going to really open to open the door of what i'm dealing with on a daily basis as being the healthy parent in the in the, in this divorce and i think that the the one thing that scares me to death when i read this is of course that um one of the sentences i'm trying to find it as i'm going through this but it talks about when the when this is going to be over and of course it says somewhere in here i can't really put my that this will not end um, the abuse will not end And I will have to go through this until the children are adults. And from that point, I know I have a long time going because my youngest child, of course, is just six years old. And I imagine I'm going to have to deal with these things until they are, are 18 years old or until it ends in the death of the healthy parent or the children. Cluster B personality disorder is a serious disorder. And to align that with at least 14 other personalities that were um, diagnosed by the healthcare professional really scares me. Again, please go out and read the open letter in the HuffPost. It's an open letter to a family court judge. It's called Family Court and Cluster B Personality. Thank you. I look forward to hearing and talking with you again. Thank you again for listening to How I Survived His 14th. Disassociative identity disorder with or without cluster B is not a joke. Not everyone lives through having a spouse with cluster B personality disorder or disassociative identity disorder. Now that I have done further research and I know about these disorders, I fear for my life and my children's lives every single day. This podcast is to bring awareness to these disorders as well as to tell my story, just in case his disorder overtakes him and me and my children come up missing. If you are a victim like me, seek help by calling your local domestic violence advocacy program. They are there to help you live. Love does not have to hurt.